Hello and welcome to the Gladcast. Shit to be glad about, shit to celebrate, things to feast your attention on and get activated in what's going right. This is a podcast for uh, dropping you deep into your appreciation and helping you build your appreciation muscles. My name is Natalie Marie and this is my comrade in everything awesome, Miss Hanalee. Hello. Yeah, we have been on summer break and hiatus, and it has felt like, um, it's, I feel like I just, I'm packed back, for, I'm coming back from my vacation, and I'm opening up all my sandy towels, and, and kind of looking at all my beautiful shells, and <laughs> I feel, what's funny? Oh, I like literally just got back from the beach, and then like went and laid in my bed and got sand all in my bed, so can really yeah. relate to that metaphor. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and and I also have this uh delicious like towards the end of summer vacation when we weren't recording, I was like, "Oh, I missed the podcast." Like, I'm, I'm excited to get back into it. So I have this like twinkly renewed energy um that I I'm so excited to bring. Um and I'm ex- I miss p- playing with you, Hannah. You're one of the funnest people I've ever known. Mm, thanks, Natalie. I feel that way about you too. I'm so excited to get back into the the action, the thick of the celebration. Yeah. Um, you to, got some fresh inspiration for us. Yeah, I go. do. Today we are taking a beautiful question prompt from the incredible David White, who is a luscious, swarthy poet, philosopher hunk of a man and his question is how would you drink from nourishment in a way that surprises you Mm. 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 i love how his questions land i just Mm -hmm. love the feeling of like you know emily dickinson says like a poem you can tell you've you've had an experience with a poem because it takes the top of your head off and his Mm. questions take the top of my head off and I'm, I'm just I sit here in a kind of blatant newness where I'm like uh, 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 I can't answer that question but that's the beauty of it is that I have to become something more in order to answer that question and how delicious mm. is that yeah and that's kind of the nature of celebration and our podcast in general is that we it's so improvisational and we we do have to become more in order to keep up with it yeah, and sometimes that can be really tough <laughs> when I'm feeling bratty and emotionally constipated and just d- dumb in general. And it's like, oh, I have to, I have to re- appreciate and go to a new place and find my own new path from here to the to the well of of aliveness. No, no, I just want to eat more chips and stay stuck. Um, I did just. I did just have a chip party with, with a lot of people that I found a delicious bag of chips and it went in like four seconds when you live in a community and you open a fresh bag of chips. Just, the shelf life is, is a really stupid concept. The shelf life is about four <laughs> seconds. It's the shortest fucking shelf life. Like the, the literal world. Pringles to, party pop in when you like pop yeah. the top off. Uh-huh. Done. <laughs> just. <laughs> that sound um, was it. Yeah. Like. I go to people's houses and they're like, oh, I don't even bother, you know, putting away our leftovers because nobody will eat it. And I'm like, Le- you have leftover- leftovers. Fun. <laughs> what a neat concept. 
That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to begin with uh, J is for jumping in. Um, mm. my, my way of being drinking nourishedly. What was the question? Could you repeat the question? You got it. The question is, how would you drink from nourishment in a way that surprises you? Okay, drinking nourishedly. That was on it. Um, so I, 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 the, the image that comes is, is this, uh, this me playing badminton a lot recently. And, um, when I first got on the court a couple months ago, when we got the set, I had this experience of like, uh, I don't know, encountering all these old ideas. Like, do I, am I a person who plays badminton? Which is a really weird question because it's like, if you want to do something, then you are a person who does it. Um, and then did I have any skill or all these kind of rusty, crusty barnacles were on me from being able to just be with the experience. And now what, one of this thing, this wonderful phenomenon that's happening is like, um, something will happen a couple of times. Like someone will hit a really high arced thing that lands right inside the line and is is really difficult to get. And I'll almost get it, but then I won't. And then I'll feel this tipping point where I could say, oh, I'm kind of bad at that shot or I just can't do it. Or I could say, and I do say, ooh, that's my next mark. That's my next mark is I can... I can fly backwards in this fun matrix way and scoop it impossibly out of the air before it hits the line and save the day and move the game along and be right up to speed with it. And so the, so the, so the jumping in, like I will also like, I've, I'm working on these points of contrast, these points where I don't quite have it. I don't have the skill yet. I don't quite have it, but the desire is so juicy. And so by what I do, find myself doing is literally like I'm diving too. Like when it's close to the net and I have to get it, I just literally hurl my full body. Like I'm sliding for home and the, I almost never make it like I'm, I'm so new at it and I'm not really good at it, but it's hilarious. And it's also insanely fun to just leap like a fucking person who's all in and just to yeah. go for it and to realize that like, it doesn't hurt. Like you, th you don't have to be that safe. Like it's really fun to jump in. And then I'm like, I'm like easily nourished by the enormity of my presence and the, and the fun of just going for it. And so the, the, so it's sort of a backdoor trapdoor way to be nourished, but because like, I'm so totally present with what I'm doing and I'm just given over to it without any fear or protection or carefulness that I'm filled up like a whoosh of, of, of energy comes in. Mm. Oh yeah. I love that whoosh of energy. I've been feeling that whoosh of energy. That's a good way of describing that feeling of the nourishment surprising you. Is it, leaning yeah. into it and then getting that whoosh back. I feel like I've gotten yeah. that. I'm going to do K for my perfect, wonderful kid, Miss Ruby Moon, who now goes by the name Crystal. And <laughs> I've been, I've been leaning in into just really enjoying her. It's an interesting dynamic I have with her where she goes away for two weeks to her dad's house and then comes back. And so there's this period before she arrives where you know, sometimes it's kind of like you were saying, you can kind of 
go one way with the thought about how you feel about your badminton performance or like lean into it. <laughs> and I can go the way of like, oh, I'm, you know, on, on a roll with my work projects. This is, you know, she's going to need my attention, blah, blah, you know, like kind of getting sideways of it. And then I can be like, yep. holy shit, like my precious, amazing collaborator, angel darling is going to be with us and she's only this age for so long and it's so precious mm-hmm. and I just want to be so present and slurp it up and like lean in so hard to the joy of our mm. getting to be together slurp. and mm. an amazing thing happened this last time when we were together where leaning into that joy and really seeing her and seeing like how excited she is about her own different things and just wanting to encourage that led to me mm-hmm. signing her up for a camp that you know she's now gone like six hours a day at this gymnastics camp and she's having mm. so much fun and it's like leaning into it allows me to see yeah. the pathway of like such divine harmonious balance not even balance but yeah. just like a fucking dance a really fun dance yeah Mm. Right. And and both of ours is about, you know, an interesting element of both of ours is that um, by participating at the levels that we're talking about with the leaning in and I believe the word you used was slurp, which is like Kat Turzen's favorite phrase. Um, Like she'll just be sitting and taking in a sweet scene at Castle House and she'll just go slurp like just she'll just take it in. (laughs) Um, Love that. Yeah, she gets it. Um, but the beauty of of what we were both saying is that by participating so wholeheartedly in the 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 engagement before us, whatever is before us, we're we're vibrating pretty high, pretty clear. Like while I'm doing that, whatever I'm doing, participating so ho- fully, I'm very happy. I'm very actively satisfied. I, I will mm. feel and sometimes say out loud, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. I'm very yeah. acutely aware of the exquisite nature of this now and my participation in it. And so then whatever happens next comes in response to a really sweet, Sweet vibrational emittance. And so it's nice to notice um, that both of the things that we said were uh, resulted quite naturally in a beautiful vibration. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I have a, just kind of hop out of the alphabet part of it for a minute. Like I had an experience this morning where uh, my partner Cooper was getting ready to go to work and our dog is doing her like wanting to put everything in her mouth thing and I'm getting to have like a little lay in in bed and Cooper comes in and is like can you just like hang with Tulsi like I really need to like focus and get out the door and I just like I sensed his kind of like he really was kind of like a little bit frustrated and was just like needing some help I'm like yeah all right I'm gonna like lean into this you know I don't I don't need to keep sleeping yeah. in and Tulsi yeah. comes in and she's just trying to like bite me and you know bite the pillows bite everything on the nightstand and I just just had this darling like oh you're you just have such a big mouth you just want to put everything in that mouth because it's so big you got to fill it up and like (laughs) it just became so darling to me it's like let's find things to put in your mouth and it was just like this thing that was like Mm. you know I can I can get sideways at that too and like stop it it's like no you're you're darling and I'm just so excited to fill that gaping hole in your face (laughs) (laughs) great segue great segue to L um for me which is 
love and it's specifically Mm -hmm. the carnival of love when i was on a recent camping trip a canoe camping trip so fucking fun with my partner scott and darcy we were um we were listening to lionel richie a lot obviously and um there's i don't know i think hannah you might not know this song but some of the listeners will but it's a song all night long and it's it has a very soft sensual carnival feel and I was doing we were doing morning pages together and I was listening to the song and I had this crack in my heart and I had this I've been personally engaged in greening my own ability to be in in love with everyone to be in relationships in my proper essential way to not be a miserly grinchy lover of life but to love with my arms wide open and to be able to anchor to people's true selves, um, no matter what they were giving me, to know who they really are, to love like, you know, like Jesus, like someone who can see beneath the veil of misalignment or of temporary habits and to see who people really are and to be nourished mm. and edified by that love. That's been a goal. And that's, that's been what, something I've been greening on. And I felt this crack happen in my heart. And I all of a sudden realized that when when people are nice and act like my preferences, I let them into this carnival of love. I give them a ticket and they get to be inside my heart in a carnival of love. And then when they act in ways I don't prefer, I, I take the ticket away and I don't feel them in my heart. And that damages everything good, mm. but it damages me and it damages my own relationship with lo- the vibration of love or with myself or and especially with them. And I realized that one thing that I could do differently and it really appeared very clearly and felt really powerful and amazing for me was that I could, when they, when they act in a way that isn't yummy for me in whatever manner that may play itself out, I could see that as a a delicious need for them to, they need a carnival more than ever. Mm. And, and to see, to see that higher perspective quite accessible to me and to see like, Oh, and then in that moment, imagine ushering them into the carnival of love or, or encountering them in the carnival in my heart and seeing them in their essential state and, and having fun with that and using that, awareness trigger like to see their misalignment be like oh they need a trip to the carnival or oh I'm gonna go visit them in the carnival in my heart and it's been extraordinary I've been doing that for about a week just like spending time with the version of people like right now there's a carnival in my heart it's going on I'm like I kind of have to fade my eyes to like go inside and see it but there's like music playing and all of my people are playing in there and that's their real selves and so like I'm spending a lot of time imagining them in different scenarios and playing with them. And so when I encounter them in, in a daily way, um, I, first of all, it's changed what I'm encountering. I'm not having a lot of misaligned encounters with people. I'm actually having, uh, the best, most flowful high up experiences of my entire life, hands down without even like, that's not even a competition. It's easily happening. But if I encounter even a little slightly off, it's because I've spent so much time with their playful dancing at carnival self and their clear abiding self. I don't get swept under the veil of forgetting that they are anything other than pure love. So that's been 
unbelievably nourishing to me. And it's also helped me steady out at the vibration of unconditional love, which has been a fucking lifelong goal. And, and I've also get to listen to Lionel Richie a lot, also a lifelong goal. So I'm just pretty much winning. Hashtag, hashtag. Mm -hmm. So much winning. I recently gave someone really similar advice to that. They were kind of struggling with someone they really cared about and were like, every time I think about this person, I'm concerned about them, I'm worried. And I just said, like, what if every time you thought of them, you notice yourself thinking an anxious thought, you instead try to imagine them as their happiest self. Like, what does that look like? What's a moment of that person? And she was like, oh, it's this person he's like, he's like doing like the running man and he's like clapping and he's like cheering on a team and he's like, yeah, go, we got this. And just like, so joyful. And then, um, within a few days, somebody sent her a video of that person cheering on his daughter who was about to try to roll over for the first time, his little baby girl rolling over and and he's going, yeah, you got this. Like, exactly the way she's been envisioning him Uh and I was just like yeah damn that is that is the magic of love at work that is like really tending the I think of our inner my heart often as like a garden and I love the vision also of a carnival and um yeah and and Joe Dispenza talks about how you actually have to remember how to love it's not effortless you have to you know I'm so worshipful of the people in our world who have learned how to love with their arms wide open. And Mm. it's exciting to start making strides or figuring out my own path to that as a really sort of serious life goal. It's very exciting. Mm. Listeners, you have been kissed square on the lips by the Gladcast. (laughs) Amen. May you sail into your day in the most delicious to you kind of way.